And I feel like a lot of times we can kind of tell when we're in a season of burnout, when we just feel generally really unmotivated. Um, if we feel like we're not creative or we're not able to create any content or we feel like nobody's going to want to listen to what we have to say. And it sometimes even kind of trickles from your work into your personal life. You're a little more snippy than you mean to be. Like, it's just like, it kind of hits all parts of your life. You're a little monster. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I call myself. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. Dear multi-passionate entrepreneur, if you're feeling the burnout, this up is for you. Oh yes, we sat down with what it seemed like our third long lost member of She Shines, Krista Marie, to chat all about how multi-passionates can get back on track with your goals after a season of burnout, which we have all most definitely been there. Mm -hmm. Krista's multi-passionate background as an HR employee turned full-time entrepreneur on top of hosting a membership and podcast makes her an expert voice on this topic. Yes. So listen in to learn what to do when burnout impacts your creativity, five steps to beat burnout, and using creative visualization to reach your goals minus the (laughs) (laughs) woo-woo. We know you're wearing all the hats right now, and currently the wheels are spinning out. We got you. Take a deep breath. Hit play. Welcome to the Shishans podcast. Krista, we're so pumped you're here. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and we were just chatting before that we already have so much in common. Uh, So we're really excited to learn even more about your story. And we know our community is going to resonate with everything that you say so much. So let's start. Walk us through your background. What made you take the crazy leap into entrepreneurship (laughs) and the lessons you've learned since along the way? Yeah, it's so funny because I didn't have anyone in my family who ran their own business. So like I never like knew that that was something that I wanted to do. I feel like I just kind of stumbled into it. Um, So I started my business back in 2010. Um, So I, well, I started my official business in 2010, a few years before I bought myself a camera. So I'm a wedding and brand photographer, but I'm also a podcaster and a coach for women entrepreneurs. That side of my business is kind of new. (laughs) (laughs) I know literally twins. Um, Yeah. So I like, I, I bought my, you know, I bought like my first camera, my roommate at the time in college had her own photography business. She started, she was like, do you want to come shoot weddings with me. And I was like, sure, that sounds fun. And like a way to spend my time and make a little bit of money. And so it just kind of like started and I didn't really, I mean, obviously I had no, what I was, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I, you know, kind of stumbled my way through it all throughout my last couple of years in college. And then I, after I graduated, I mean, it was like not the best market for literally anything. So I, got a job and kind of kept doing photography on the side, moved back and forth throughout the years. I kind of moved between, I uh, grew up in Florida, moved to California for a bit, moved back to Florida for a while, and then 
came back to California. It's been, my business has been through like a lot of transitions, but essentially I have just kind of continued to grow it while working full time. Like not, never really sure if I was going to go full time. I wanted to go full time, but I also liked my job. Um, yeah. Like, especially once I moved to California, I felt like it was something that I enjoyed, I was finally in a company that I liked. And, but all of that said, it, you know, I think as most entrepreneurs, like you kind of hit this wall at some point where you kind of have to make that decision. Like, okay, something is going to drop and I have to decide whether it's my business or my job. Um, so yeah, in 2019, I finally left my full-time job and decided to just go full-time in my business. And in the last 12 months, I've kind of expanded. I've launched the podcast, a membership, a coaching business. And mm -hmm. so it's kind of grown from there, but, um, but yeah, that's a little bit about my story. Yeah. Thank you well, for sharing. Yeah. And already I was like, wait, is this Anna Laura? Is this me? Like, <laughs> it sounds so similar. Um, and we're such big fans of, you know, like we serve multi-passionates over here. So we're such big fans. Oh, of, that is and like, he, do yes. what serves you, whether you love yeah. your full-time mm -hmm. job and you're growing this business or you're like, I got to get the hell out of this job and yeah. I'm go all in on my business. Like there is a path for you and yes. it just, it's going to look different for everyone. Right. No matter totally. what you decide to do. And as of this recording, I'm still working full-time, right? As I'm growing yeah. shines in my practice with goals to quit one day. So I think it's, it's yeah. so beautiful that we all have these different, but very similar journeys. Yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> and what was your full-time job, Krista, by the way, yeah. if you're allowed to say. Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> once I moved to California, I, I've always, I'd always kind of been like, I studied HR, human resources in college. And then mm -hmm. I eventually like started doing recruiting. But when I moved to California, I actually became like an in-house recruiter in like the university recruiting oh, cool. market. So like cool. hiring software engineers and interns, yeah. which is very different from obviously anything else. But I worked for a great company. I loved the people I worked with. I was there for almost five years. Um, once I had kind of landed that job, I was there for a long time and I really liked it. I mean, it was like it it had some similarities in the sense that like building relationships, growing mm -hmm. trust, like helping Absolutely. guide people through their journey. Like yeah, a lot exactly. of it was kind awesome. of, yeah, I feel like I, I learned a lot just from that job itself. But yeah, it was fun. But it was seasonal. And so university yeah. recruiting season is in the fall, wedding right. season is in the fall. And I finally was to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Only so many hours in the day. Yeah. <laughs> no, it there totally was, makes sense. There was one weekend I had to fly from MIT on the East Coast. The next day I had a wedding in California and the amount of stress that oh, I was feeling goodness. of like, yeah. if there were flight delays or it, that was when I was like, can't do yeah, this so too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I I do love like as hard as those moments are like at the time they make for really great stories later. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. appreciate you sharing that. Cause I, again, so relatable, like what was your kind of breaking point? Cause I feel like we've all had that moment. That's like, whoo. Yes. Yeah. And it's not, not even, anymore. Like, yeah. and it's not even because I was like, I had this beautiful moment of like, Oh, I feel ready to take my business. <laughs> I'm like, I think sometimes we think that's how it's going to happen. And literally it was just yeah, like, no, sometimes no. It's, <laughs> I, I've heard like, it's you, tend to take action out of either inspiration or desperation. Yeah. And like, it's great and beautiful when it's just like inspiration, like, oh yeah, totally. so I'll just like manifest <laughs> itself into this beautiful thing. And then other times it's like, like Alex said, like I got to get the hell out of this job. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then like, that was your moment. So no, we like appreciate your, your, I was going to say candid C and that's definitely Can not a word. Candor. Candor Cand is, yeah. is that the word? We swear we'll we all have candidness. 
Listen, it is end of day here. We yeah. are just, I you, will probably edit know this what out we're talking post, about. but yeah. maybe not. Yeah. So <laughs> if you know the word that we're trying to say, please <laughs> at us. Oh my just goodness. Us. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we digress. Let's chat. Like what we really wanted to chat about today. Like we love hearing about your story, but we also know you have so much value to add when it comes to feeling burned out. Like that's literally what we were just talking about. Like from mm-hmm. that moment, came this beautiful business that you now run full-time, right? So I I know even just this year, I feel like so many women in our community have been talking about how they're feeling burned out. So we want to chat about from feeling burned out to getting back on track and what that journey looks like. So, but first off, we we want to define what that even looks like. So for our community of multi-passionates out there, can you define burnout for our community and kind of share you know, how it's impacted your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, and it's so important. So first I'll start kind of defining it. So burnout, especially for creatives is just that feeling when you can't necessarily put your finger on it. Sometimes you can't even identify in the moment that that's what you're feeling, but it's that feeling like you've just drained all your creativity and you Mm. start to dread doing a lot of the things that previously felt excited. You felt excited to do, or, um, you know, deep down, you're starting to get those doubts and those feelings of, you know, I'm never going to be able to create anything good again, or I'm never going to be able to create something unique. It's just that, that feeling that you feel stuck. And I, the hard thing about burnout that I experience this every time I feel it is you don't know it's coming and you, you like, it's sometimes little small things that are happening that you're either not doing or doing that lead to this feeling of burnout. But then when it hits you, it hits you like hard and you're just like, I have to stop. Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Um, and I feel like a lot of times we can kind of tell when we're in a season of burnout, when we just feel generally really unmotivated. Mm-hmm. Um, if we feel like we're not creative or we're not able to create any content or we feel like nobody's going to want to listen to what we have to say, or we're like struggling with that. Um, and it sometimes even kind of trickles from your work into your personal life. And then you just start feeling mm-hmm. those doubts of just oh yeah, stress and <laughs> overwhelm. And you're kind of, you know, a little more snippy than you mean to be. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it kind of hits all parts of your life. You're a little monster. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I call myself. <laughs> Literally. And you're like, I wish I could tell you why, but like, yeah. So that's, I feel like what it kind of feels like what it, where it kind of stems from. Mm-hmm. 100%. How have you, how has this burnout, how has it impacted your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. So I, for me, I've, I've kind of had it in cycles and I feel like I had mentioned before, a lot of the time when I experience it, it kind of is, um, it's when we're repeating behaviors or like habits or things that are just generally unsustainable. So that's what I found mm. for me. So I am, I am also a very multi-passionate entrepreneur for better, or for worse. It's something <laughs> I am like grateful for because I don't really fall hard. Like, like I'll just, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to mm-hmm. try this. And like, I don't really have a lot of fear with that yeah. the downside, which I probably a lot of women listening and will be able to relate to is that it's so easy for it to quickly lead to burnout. Cause mm-hmm. you're passionate about all these things. You yeah. want to be doing all these things and you're excited and that excitement can kind of keep you going for a certain amount of time. And then it just reaches that point of not being sustainable. So 
I know for me, um, last year, at the end of last year, I had kind of gone through a season of burnout when, again, I didn't, I didn't really know it was happening, but so my, my Mm -hmm. daily routine was slipping quite a bit. I was like staying up until 1am, 2am working on things that I was excited about again, felt exciting, (laughs) but personal routine was just totally out the window. Um, I wasn't consuming things that were beneficial for me. Like I wasn't consuming bad things, but I wasn't consuming anything that was filling me back up. Like inspirational, Mm -hmm. motivational, I wasn't doing any of that. I was so consumed in just like business, business growth strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was, I was very in my lane doing things, but then I would like build up to like launch or build up to something and set these really high expectations. And yeah, because I hadn't worked on my mindset, my personal routine was out the window because I hadn't focused on any of that when something didn't hit how I wanted it to, or if like didn't go as expected, it was like all of a sudden (laughs) I just went from like work, 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 launch, and then crash. Like it just went down. Um, and so I feel like, especially when we're in a season where we're like a season of growth or we're doing all the things, it's really easy for it to just kind of lead to that, whether Mm -hmm. because we've let our boundaries slip or we're not working on our mindset or, um, we're so focused on, instant results, instant gratification. Like we've put in all this work. I hope that I like get this end result as soon as I'm done. Like, I think those are the things that really I've felt and that I feel are like really common in the women entrepreneurial space. I mean, as you're speaking, Alex and I are both like, yeah, it's it's just because that is something we've experienced. Not, I would say relatively recently, right Alex oh like yeah us individually like in our in our separate businesses and and at Tom's with she shines too so mm-hmm. no what you're saying absolutely resonates yeah with, and with we've this. we've had this exact conversation with yep. so many of our the women that we mentor in our program like I think this week we had this conversation yes. <laughs> yeah um and I think one thing too that I I think is so important that you said is, well, two things. One is repeating those unsustainable habits that in the time they don't feel unsustainable. They They feel exciting. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I feel like you're kind of yelling at me because this was me yesterday. I was up until (laughs) midnight working on this is me right now. (laughs) I like, listen, I I get it. We preach what we need most, (laughs) right? Like that's (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it's good to, to talk about it because at, that brings awareness, right? And yeah, the more yeah. aware you are of your midnight, 1am, 2am creativity <laughs> spurts, the more you could say, all right, girl, it's time to go to bed. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine. To do, like you did it once this week, no more, because yep. it's going to rock the rest of your week and you're going to be yeah. shot. So I think knowing that these unsustainable habits can stem from a good place but Absolutely. let's just be more aware now of well intention of them happening yeah yes <laughs> do you have any other steps multi-passionates can take to get back from burnout because yes. obviously like having this unsustainable quote routine yeah like can't last forever so how do we get back on track mm-hmm. totally and I think so I have five so I'll go through Ooh, them all right I'll go through I them like it. she's like boom 
home. I got a list. Yeah. I'm taking notes as Uh, we speak. (laughs) And I know this because I've literally been through and I've done all of these things. Um, So the first thing that I always lead with, whether I'm talking to like clients of mine or on the podcast or whoever I'm talking to, the first thing that I think is really important is we have to accept that burnout is inevitable (laughs) and just accept that we're in that season because what happens a lot of the time is we realize we're in a season of burnout. We don't like it. And then we just want to <laughs> get out of it. And we're yes. just like ready to go from like, I'm abort, burnt out. Abort. Yeah. <laughs> like I wasn't ready for this. I want to go back to like feeling how I felt. And when we can't accept that it might take a little bit of time to get out of it, the harder we're going to be on ourselves every mm. single day where we're feeling those feelings, we're going to be so feel so guilty and just like be so down on ourselves. And so whether that for you might be like practicing self-affirmations or like practicing self-love, giving yourself, like lovingly giving yourself space away from your Mm -hmm. business, not like begrudgingly giving yourself space of like, well, I guess I'll just go for a walk. And since I can't do anything right now, like being like, I'm going to go outside, I'm going to enjoy nature. I'm going to get some sunshine. Like I'm going to do the things that I know will fill me back up. And like, Mm -hmm. number one, I feel like that's, we have to be okay with accepting that. Mm. The second thing is finding those triggers. So when things in happen in your life, if it, if anything kind of starts to heighten those feelings of self-doubt, whether it's like, you know, you're scrolling on social media or you're like talking with someone who also is a business owner or like whatever it might be where you start to feel those triggers of like, I should be better at this. I should be doing Ooh. more. Mm. Um recognizing them and, and starting to pull back a little bit from it. Um, but I think also just even like you, you just mentioned Alex, like awareness and like recognizing it, I think is a really, that's a big first step as well. Like maybe, you know, you don't completely take yourself away from it, but Mm. recognizing where those triggers are and just intentionally trying to pull back a little bit from them. That's so good. I, I say, I did not make this up, but stop shooting on yourself. Yeah. Um, like that, what you just said, like, yeah, you see these, this beautiful business owner and she's rocking it and crushing it. And you're like, uh, I should be doing and like, girl, no, yeah. like that's a trigger. Especially when you're in a season of burnout, you are so vulnerable to those mm-hmm. feelings. Like, Amen. <laughs> um, yeah. And so then the third thing is just finding someone that you can talk to that one, you can just be open and honest with that will get it. That won't judge you that, that won't try and push you from it. Won't try mm-hmm. and be like, Oh, there's like that toxic positivity of like, yeah. you're fine. You'll get over it. Like, right. it's like finding someone that you can talk to and be real with. That'll just like be real back with you. That's yeah. not going to try and like, uh, belittle Brush your feelings. Or, just take yeah. a nap. Take yeah. A nap. Like, Oh, you're just hungry. <laughs> just give yourself a break. It's like, no, I'm actually burnt out. <laughs> like I need a break. From all this. Um, and then just, I think also, I know that I get caught on this one a lot is relieving yourself of like your timelines. Um, I was actually talking with someone recently and I hope I say this correctly, but like we'll overestimate what we can do in a month, but then we'll underestimate what we can accomplish in a year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we put so much pressure on ourselves in like such a short amount of time to do <laughs> a million things for no reason. We like create these deadlines yes. that are silly. So mm-hmm. like figuring out, okay, once you're kind of back into that, like, okay, I'm not really in that season of burnout. I'm ready to get started on what I was doing. Like any, any deadlines, any timelines, anything you had prior to going through this, like 
take the dates off and like take the timelines off and like reevaluate all of that um, and figure out what actually needs to be done. Uh, and then just the last thing really quickly is when I had mentioned the things you're consuming. So once you're ready, I, I never really recommend for people if you're in a season of burnout to not listen to too many positivity things all at once. Because again, I think that um, that can sometimes make us want to quickly get out of mm. the burnout. So, mm-hmm. but once you feel like you're kind of getting back into the groove of it, starting to like add in those things again, whether it's audiobooks or podcasts or things that you know will just kind of help to build you back up a little bit, just getting really intentional about consuming those. So those are like kind of my five, like as you're going through the cycle, like this is what I found to have been really helpful for me. These are so good. Like mm-hmm. every single one of these is so relatable. I'm thinking about like very specific instances that I've found myself in these. And I know number four, you said relieve yourself of your timelines. Yeah. Um, I remember early on in my business, that was something I was awful at doing, putting these imaginary deadlines on myself and stressing myself out so Mm -hmm. bad to meet them. My husband was like, you've got to stop doing that. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. I just, I, I remember exactly like where I was, what, like how I was feeling, like all of it and what I was doing. I was trying to like launch my website. And my husband was like, who said you had to launch your website on this day? Like, well, yeah. I said that I'm like, <laughs> okay, like accountability is great. But when you're at the point of like pulling your hair out, like, yeah. come on now. Um, so I can definitely relate to all these. And specifically that one, like I said, just brought up so many vivid memories. Yes. I think too, it's important for everyone to know that you, like all five of these tips, which are amazing and amazing, all of these steps, you may not get them all like by next week and like you're cured of your burnout, you know, like it's gonna, it's gonna take time. And I know even for myself, like I'm just starting to relieve myself of timelines. Mm -hmm. Like I like say, I am very like type A type B, like (laughs) I'm really hard on myself in terms of like goals and Anna Laura, we always say like, we're both like type A type B, but, um, (laughs) when I don't hit it, I get really upset, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and one of our coach friends, um, she said, and I really enjoyed this. She said, how would it feel if this was a gift for you to take Mm -hmm. your time, like to give yourself the gift, whatever it is you're doing, starting a new sweater line, a service base, but like whatever it is, rather Mm -hmm. than rushing to it and setting all these markers, right. Every Mm -hmm. single month, like what if you gave yourself this gift of, of easing into this business or whatever it is. And that really was like, Oh yeah. Well, and I love that too. Cause I think <laughs> that these timelines also feed into that instant gratification feelings that we have. Cause I think in our heads, we think like, I'm going to launch this website in two weeks. And then from that, we then go, Oh yeah. And then all these people, I'm going to like release it and share it. And all these people are going to want to work with me and I'm going to get this influx of clients. And then when we don't get that, and then we feel really disappointed. So it's Mm. like, I love that idea of like, if this were a gift that I was granting myself and like, this is something that I want to do for the long term. why does it need to be done right now? (laughs) (laughs) Like I'll be doing this, you know, for ever right. or from here on out. It's like, yes. well, why does this have to be done? And it'll never be done no matter what it is. It'll all, you'll always be tweaking it, changing it. So like, <laughs> why? So mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, all five of those. I'm just 
already envisioning the coat tiles. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is going to be my new passion and mission is like help women avoid burnout because yeah. or even not even avoid, but like accept and move past it. Cause yeah. like, it, yeah. it's always going to happen. It's going to happen. No matter but what. you can continue building. And that's what we do here is help multifashioned entrepreneurs continue to build their business despite the overwhelm. Yes. Like mm-hmm. it's still going to be there. You're yeah. still going to feel because you have so many hats to, to wear and roles yeah. to play in your day-to-day life. So like, totally just beautifully said, we would love to know, I know you're big on visualization. So can you talk to us a bit about your method of creative visualization and, and how that plays a role in burnout and also in one of our favorite things and your favorite things, Krista Mm -hmm. goal setting. Yes. Oh, I love goal setting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we, can, we can do like another, just like we can have so day, many like... different episodes on that million things, but yeah, well, I think that like mindset is so important and I know that it can sound fluffy. I know that for a lot of business owners, like it's the one thing we don't want to do because in our head, it's the thing that's not going to get us results. Mm-hmm. Like mindset is the thing that we think like, oh, that's like, I'll do that when I have time. It's not going to book me more clients, but like actually it will book you more clients because if you're not in the right headspace, you're not going to be able to consistently show up, which means you're not going to be able to consistently book clients or like make money or have a business. So, um, creative visualization, I love it so much because it, a, it doesn't really require anybody else. Like it's, I mean, it's literally just like you and you're literally like training your brain to start to imagine what's possible for you. So for me, my favorite time that I like I like I have a morning routine that in some seasons, aka right now, I'm maybe not as strong in my morning routine, but I know that it's important and it's something that I value. And the thing I love about it is even just taking five to 10 minutes every single day, like putting on whether it's like soft music, music without any words, and just letting yourself imagine your perfect day. And this can be like your perfect work day, like in a year, two years, three years, like what do you want your life to look like? But not like how much money are you making or like how many clients are you working with? Like, Mm -hmm. I think we're all really good at like creating those goals, but like Mm -hmm. actually who do you want to be? Like, what does your life look like? What are you spending time doing? Um, Or it could be like a vacation day. Like once I'm doing X in my business, I'll be able to take vacations and this is what my life will look like. It'll, you know, be filled with this and this. And I think it's just so powerful because like I said, a lot of the times, you know, where our business where we want it to be, but we get so focused on those goals that we forget mm-hmm. who we want to show up as. And so creative visualization not only reminds you of like the things that are actually important to you, but it also allows you to figure out, okay, you know, let's say in the morning, like you have this creative visualization and you're like imagining yourself. Like for me, it's really ironic. Cause every time I practice this, I realize like my ideal day is like waking up, having a slow morning and spending a lot of the day outside. Mm-hmm. You want to know how often I spend time outside on an average day, like hardly at all. And so yeah. it's interesting because I realize that that's one tangible thing that I can start incorporating. And like, mm-hmm. maybe if you work full time and you're like, well, that's great, Krista, but I can't spend all day outside. That's okay. But maybe during your lunch break, like this is something mm-hmm. that I did when I was like in Florida with plans and I wanted to move to California, I, I would actually take my lunch breaks to do my creative visualization 
because I, at that point I didn't like my job. So I would like go to work and then I would take my lunch outside. I would sit outside. I'd listen to the birds. I'd close my eyes and I would imagine, okay, I'm eating lunch in California and this is what Mm -hmm. it feels like. And it was like such a fulfilling, like, oh, it was just so fulfilling. So it's like that, this is why it's such a strong practice. Cause I really think it'll start mm-hmm. to train your brain, but it also starts to help you think and imagine like, this is possible for me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this dream that I have and what I want, like, it doesn't have to be so far away. Like this is actually possible. So yeah, it's my favorite thing to do. And I highly encourage if you've never done it before, like it might feel a little weird at first if you've never done it, but like, it'll start to feel more normal when you do it. It's just, it's so great. I don't know about you, Alex, but like, I, I was, as you were talking, Krista, I'm like sitting here remembering either times that I've like used visualization and it has more for lack of a better word come true, you yeah. know, like manifest or like, you know, visualizing myself in Charleston, like doing the things that I'm doing now. And now five years later, here we are but also moving ahead, like as you were speaking, I'm like, Oh, like I haven't gotten back to that place in a while. And so I was like, Oh, wow. Like she's, I I love the idea of like, what can you start doing now that Mm -hmm. like your, your future self is doing every single day. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to wait until X, Y, Z, like you can start incorporating those things now and you will start seeing those changes. I feel like little by little. And before you know it, like oh, wow. Like my, I I am living out my dream life, you know? Um, so I I really appreciate you saying that because it just brought me to a few different places as, as you were speaking. Yeah. It's very, it's very powerful. I feel like. And I think too, you said, you know, like, oh, even if you work full time, like maybe you don't have like Krista, come on, I don't have the time to do it. And hello ladies. Okay. Forget Alex here on your side. Yeah. And I do this every morning and yes. I thought this was like woo as hell. I'm like, this is yeah. stupid. Same. I'm not doing it. Yep. Um, and the, uh, mentor that Inela and I invested in last year, um, mm-hmm. actually this was like the first exercise that she gave us before we started with anything. And I thought, okay, if this is, if she's giving us this as a first exercise, it has to be important. Right. Um, and so what I do, because right, I don't have all the time in the world to, Mm -hmm. to take lunch breaks and all this stuff, but what's really important to me and who I want to be as a business owner is like really having these slow, easy mornings Mm -hmm. with coffee and Mm -hmm. my dog and not like yanking my dog on his morning walk. Like, let's go. We got to go. And like quickly chugging my espresso and out the door. Like I really wanted to ease into my day. I feel like that just really sets me up. So Mm -hmm. I don't have a morning routine, but I do those two things. No matter what I sit, I have a nice cup of coffee and I give myself enough time to have like a really nice walk with my dog. Um, and that is like, that is part of my creative visualization, you know, and like, hopefully in the future, like we have longer and longer mornings of those. Right. And, and things start to, to shift. But like you said, by putting my, my mindset there already, like, this is who I am. I do have easy mornings, right. I do have the time to do this. I am setting Mm -hmm. my day up for success really makes a world of a difference in my, my mental state to show up for the day. So yeah, definitely. And I think, and I think too, like we can get really overwhelmed because there's a million things you could do. You could do affirmations, you could do visualizations, you could meditate, you could do all like X, Y, Z. There's like a million things you could do. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but, and all of them are great. I mean, I love all of them for different reasons, but I feel like the one that hits the most personal is like, for me, I'm a very visual person. So when I can sit and close my eyes and think about that, it sometimes Mm -hmm. hits, I feel like it's a better bang for my buck for lack of a better (laughs) word to like sit and do that for five to 10 minutes than just like write out a bunch of affirmations. I love affirmations and I do that, but I feel like the most impactful one that I can do is like actually see that for a couple of minutes every day. I think sometimes because I like kind of down on myself and I'm like, yeah. I haven't done that in a while, but I'm like, you know what though? That must mean that I'm in a pretty good spot. Mm, like I feel sure. kind of grateful because mm. I'm like, I, I, unfortunately at that time I was like so ready to be in a new situation that I was yeah. like throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like I will do everything that I can possibly do to like, you know, whereas now I'm like, I realize, oh, I haven't done that in a while, but then I'm kind of grateful because I'm like, wow, that must mean that I'm like, I'm happy. Like I'm happy with where I am. And it doesn't yeah. mean I don't want to pick it back up Love again. That. Cause I definitely do. Yeah. But I think if you, if you That's find so yourself true. in that season where you're like, Oh, I haven't done it. Like there's a, something, a little bit of gratitude there. Cause it's like mm. you're in a spot where you're, you're doing stuff that you enjoy doing. So so don't get too hard on yourself. <laughs> I love this conversation. Like, girl, I needed this conversation. <laughs> Thank you so much oh my for gosh, everything. Oh my goodness. From five steps that you can take to get back on track from your burnout to, you know, creative visualization, everything in between, like we've covered so much and I feel like a very short amount of time. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to know, Krista, what are, first of all, where can we connect with you mm-hmm. and what are you working on right now? Yes. So you can connect with me. So I do have my own podcast. Um, it's she calls her shots and you can find me on Instagram. I have a couple of different accounts. So I'll, I'll share the links with you and you can find me there. But, um, but yeah, the, the main thing that I just recently launched, um, I did it live and then I got so much positive feedback from it that I decided to record it and just have it accessible for everyone all the time, um, is a free workshop masterclass called planning for profits. So inside the masterclass, we really deep dive into three core topics, and it's the mindset, the financial, and the business strategies that you want to think about when you're growing a business. So whether you're a photographer or you're launching a creative online business, um, honestly, I really wanted to dive into those three things because, again, mindset, obviously very important. Financial strategies, Mm -hmm. a lot of women entrepreneurs feel very unsure or not confident in their financial strategies. And then Mm -hmm. some of the business strategies that you want to focus on to kind of like ditch a lot of the stuff that maybe doesn't matter and like figure out what it is that would work for you. So yeah, so that's the workshop. Um, You can find that online at shecallshershots.com slash profit plan. And again, that's shecallshershots.com slash profit plan free. It's about like, I think an hour, an hour and a half in total. It's a little bit of time, but it's just like packed. I was so proud of it. I got so much positive feedback from it. And I was like, I want to put this out into the world. So really excited if anyone wants to check it out. And all of that is linked in the show notes for you guys. And if you love this conversation, like take Krista's class. Cause it's only going to be like 15 more yeah, minutes longer like than this, this conversation. Yeah. So <laughs> you're, you'll love it. Totally. <laughs> well, Krista, thank you again so much. Um, as we knew before we started, we were going to have so much in common and this yeah. is going to be a wonderful conversation. I know. This was so great. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're excited to stay connected with you and, yes. and introduce you to our community. Everyone, please go on and stop Krista. Go slide into your DMs. Tell her how much you love this episode when you're done. Leave us a little rating and review. And until the next time, everyone, keep shining. 
Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.